everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jade. I'm Tara. And this is episode 190 of Podcast in Death. And in this episode, we are going to review the reviews of Jen's favorite book. Yay! <laughs> Chaos and Death. Chaos! <laughs> Call me Dr. Chaos. <laughs> So yeah, it should be fun. I we hope. <laughs> we'll see. We hope. <laughs> there are actually some really good reviews of this that pe- of people that really love this book. So okay, you know, we'll see. There's It'll no be. accounting for taste. I'm just right? kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm glad people liked it. I'm glad people liked it. Every time, but in the opposite direction. Right. Right. No, I'm yeah. glad people liked it. Um, <laughs> yeah, me that's too. good. Me too. All right. I'll read this first one. Yeah. It's a one star. (laughs) Uh, Jen, did you write this? I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) No, she wrote the next one. That's why I gave it to her. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to lie. Okay. (laughs) One star. I think this is the lowest I've ever rated a Nora Roberts, J.D. Robb, but this one fell way short of the mark. Trying to, to fit a take on Jekyll and Hyde in a futuristic police procedural just did not work. It feels especially weak when compared to some of the other full-fledged novels in the series and even some of the novellas. I quite like the series and the characters otherwise, and some of the books are pretty solid when it comes to the cases and the police work involved. So this book was disappointing. Thank you for explaining why you didn't like the book. Yeah. And for being pretty much spot on. I mean, yeah, they didn't like that, and they told us why, and we agree because we also don't like that. So, yeah, yeah, so love it. Good job following the rules that I have put out into the good world. Star, good job, one star reviewer. Good, yeah. star, good job, one star reviewer. <laughs> Thank you for following my um, unofficial rules of, of writing a review. Which yeah, is- at least there's that. And actually, we didn't read, we, I didn't write this one because it starts out complaining that it's set in 2060. So, yeah. You know. So, anyway, one star. <laughs> this is the most idiotic story I have ever finished. First of all, there's no reason for this story to take place in 2060. Science fiction implies that you actually imagine some sort of different technology or future changes. Science fiction. There is nothing in this story to suggest that any changes from today, except that they change the names of phones to links and pacifiers to plugs. What? I didn't get that at all. Like where, where did that come? Okay. I have no idea. Maybe she said plugs, but I mean, that's like, I mean, that's what Eve calls them. Not. Right. And a lot of people call pacifiers plugs. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not, you know, okay. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. Anyway, at first I thought maybe this uh, this was written in the 80s and the author doesn't know about smartphones yet. But this was written in 2011, seriously. Uh, I didn't have a smartphone until like 2012, so fuck off. They were <laughs> out there, though. I know, but still, come on. There is nothing in the story that suggests these links can do anything more than a smartphone. They're, they're not supposed to. They're- no. I know. They get reports and video call one another. That's all. And why And why wouldn't they still be calling pacifiers pacifiers in the future? Why is she hung up on that? Yeah. Right? I don't the even guy. remember a pacifier being in the book, and I've read oh, it several it. times. Like, so it's like, not like it's a major point, uh, plot point in the book. This no. makes no sense at all. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh. The cops use some sort of stun gun, which I imagine is a taser, but yet it comes time to use it. It is less effective than a punch to the head. Ridiculous. Secondly, the premise is nothing unique, and the author knows it because she even mentions Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, which, yeah, that was the point. That was the point of it, yeah. The story feels like a horrible ripoff of a cheesy CSI episode. Which one? I'm just kidding. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> There's no real character development. Well, how do you know, since you obviously have never read the series? Right. Just corny dialogue between them. There's no substance to the plot beyond having to solve this weird crime. So you wait through the story. The is story that not of- the plot? That is the plot. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so you wait through the story of evidence gathering just to find out how they are going to explain it in the end. 
But again, science fiction implies some sort of science and nothing is explained. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. (laughs) The author simply states the scientist created a serum. That's what she says over and over. A scientist could do this. A scientist could do that. A scientist could create a disguise that even costume experts couldn't explain. Really? Not a geneticist, not a chemist, just a scientist. Well, no, because it's explained what he is. Right. Who, by the way, works at a drug rehab clinic. I don't really think top-of-the-line research is happening at rehab centers. Uh, Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. This book feels like it was written by one of my elementary students. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, it was. No, it doesn't. None of your elementary students could write this. No. I can't imagine why anyone would give it more than one star. The fact that this is a best-selling author only exemplifies the dumbing down of America and our need for increased education in the country. If you have an IQ above the average Joe and actually expect any sort of explanation from your storyteller, do not bother with this drivel. It's so stupid. Okay. Pretentious asshole. Pretentious yeah, ass. this is just so pretentious. And like you said nothing in your really fucking long review. Nothing. Like yeah. you nothing. No. You made no real point. Like And you're an elementary school teacher, so I like back off about how smart you are. Like, <laughs> I mean, okay, first of all, it's not about. I know a lot of <laughs> elementary school st- teachers, and they're not that smart. I mean, That's I know, I know a lot that are, are but, but um, well, they are. Said, but you don't tell me that your elementary school students can write better than Nora Roberts, right? And don't yeah. be a jackass. Like, that's one of the first things you learn in college. Like, be smart about what you're going to put out into the world, right? But why did you think this was science fiction? Because it's set in the future. It's advertised it is science not fiction. marketed as science fiction. Like well, there's no. all these people who assume it's not, things. It's not, but it's also like a lot of people claim it's science fiction. Yeah, like because they have to set in the future. Oh, sci-fi series. I mean, no, it's not. But yeah, I mean, so. maybe they don't actually understand how you know, different genres of, of literature work because and my thing with science fiction is it's science fiction. There are so many different types of science fiction. Yeah. Also, why, why do you need rule? Like what, who cares? There aren't any rules to science fiction. That's kind of the entire point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like they came up with these, this is like, this is like me reading fucking speech and debate ballots. When people write on my students ballots, like you, you shouldn't move when you do this. And I was like, where is that in the rules? Give me your fucking rules. There are no rules for a reason. Like the rules are very specific. It's very Mm -hmm. basic. Yep. Give me a reason. And I like, I don't know. Have you ever read anything before in your life? These people who just make up fucking rules out of nowhere. Drive me nuts. Yeah. Listen, we don't really like this book, but this is like rude and insulting and pretentious. This is a shitty pretentious review. And fuck off, elementary. There's school. no substance to the plot beyond having to solve this weird crime. What else do you want that to happen? That is the plot. That Have is the substance like, of the plot. Because it's not science fiction. Like, like it's what, police yeah. procedural. Right. Like, what is what is the plot of the Wizard of Oz? Isn't it you know like getting Dorothy home? What? what nothing besides this weird girl trying to go home. Nothing right. happens. <laughs> like that's I, true. It makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And also, like, the author does not state the scientist. The character of Eve Dallas keeps referring to him as a scientist. Right. right. Because Eve is not some person who knows anything about all of these other types of scientific, uh, you know, positions people can hold about being a a geneticist or whatever, like, or a chemist. Eve doesn't fucking know or care. She's doing her job. She She knows you know about fucking science. She's like, okay, that's what I'm going to refer to you as a fucking scientist. Do you think everyone's like specifically about how Eve is a lieutenant? No, she's disrespected all the fucking time about her police rank. How is this different? Because people don't actually know police ranks. Today, Just today, I learned the difference. I didn't learn. I like was told. I can't remember all of it. Like how different like police rankings looked from like military rankings. Yeah. And here, here, this elementary school teacher who obviously isn't a scientist is saying, oh, they're not doing high level research at rehab facilities. Um, 
they are in rehab labs, which is what that center was. Yeah. So where do you get off saying that shit? You don't know what high level research is going on. Yeah. This is the people that jump on Reddit and are like, oh, like, I really, yeah, I really don't think it's going to kill everybody because they didn't research it right. And right. well, no, it didn't get enough research. I agree with that, but it's not going to kill everybody. Right. COVID was killing everybody. But it is going to change your DNA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't and, think it's going to change your um, DNA. You know, insert a, a, some sort of like tracking chip into your Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So that Bill Gates somehow is going to track you. Yeah, something. because Bill Gates gives a fuck what I'm doing with myself right now. Uh, <laughs> when I got my first dumb. COVID shot, the, the nurse that gave it to me was like, hey, you're tracking chips in. <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah. Oh, you're like, yes, thank you for having a fucking sense of humor. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. It's, guys, I think it's this line. I think it's the... This uh, the fact that this is a best-selling author only exemplifies the dumbing down of America and our need dumbing for down education. of America. Like, <laughs> because this is like not this is not this is not an intelligent review. It's just fucking pretentious. It's pretentious. And- Essentially, I didn't like it, so therefore. So therefore, right. everybody who did like it is stupid, and yeah. anybody yeah. who liked this author is fucking stupid. Right? Yeah, it's, I can't believe it's basically like I can't believe this is a best-selling author. Um, okay, can't believe that you wasted your time to write a review of uh, showing off your pretentiousness on the internet. <laughs> right. So anyway, so we are not pleased with that review. No. Um. Okay, so here's the next one. Um, one star. I've been an in-depth fan for years. Have Congrats. purchased all the books, first in hardcover, then paperback. Have purchased them in cassette, then CD. Now for Kindle. So clearly, I'm a major diehard fan. But this story sucked. Stupid and far-fetched. Way more far-fetched than any of the others, and some of them are pretty out there. I feel like Nora had run out of story ideas, happened to catch a certain movie, said, aha, and voila, there was chaos. Very disappointed. This is the only one that I won't bother with purchasing the audio version. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't... Um, I sure. Literally, literally, like... Literally, um, half of that review was about how much money they have given to Nora's right <laughs> to their Nora collection, yeah. Um, in all of the different versions, so I don't think Nora cares if you didn't no. like this book. More like, Listen, I am, I am an expert either. in in death, and so therefore, I know when a book is bad, and this one is bad. I don't, I, I respect that opinion because, again, that's kind of how we felt about it, but. Literally, like that entire review is just like, um, I have spent hundreds of dollars on in death versions, yeah, different versions of in death. I own them at all the things, and we're like, okay, <laughs> yes, all right, well, good for you. You have proven your point, you know the things. Congratulations, yeah. you know all the things, you've <laughs> bought all the things, you know all the things. We're so, we're so proud of you. <laughs> now, your opinion is legitimate. Because you, because <laughs> you bought a are thing. officially an expert because you bought things. <laughs> I get you. So, all right, all next, right. Next one star review. Next one star. Not one of her best for sure. Seems like she's running out of original ideas. Pretty hokey storyline. Has done much better. Can cut back on the gory details. <laughs> I mean, okay, uh, okay. Short, it is short and to the point. It's it's murders. I mean, I so guess. like, I'm right. <laughs> uh, it's it's murders. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not this series for you. No, maybe. I mean, not. I always wonder about that. Seems like she's running out of original ideas. Like, all fiction is based on other fiction. You're right. Like, yeah, there's no original so, ideas left, friends. Yeah, no. So, yeah, I didn't mind that at all. It's just a, I mean, pretty hokey storyline. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, sure. (laughs) Actually, the next one actually could have been me. 
Two stars. <laughs> I love the characters in this series, but I thought the premise of this one was stupid. <laughs> well, you know. Yep. And it's really not the pres- premise that's stupid. It was just that she went that extra step of yeah. actually making him actually turn into the, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I think if she hadn't done that, it would have been fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Okay. So two stars. Weird, weird, and weird. They never really go into explanation exactly how this could have happened, but it's just weird and sort of strange and sort of a strange departure from the other in death plots. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. Nope. Either, it is it. what it is. I mean, that's. <laughs> it is what it is, but yeah. It's weird. Exactly and what it is is weird. Weird and weird. <laughs> if you so, have multiple medical professionals saying this cannot happen, but all right, whatever. So, this next one, I really heard uh, Terry in my head saying this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Two stars. Shape shifting Jekyll Hyde killer. No, thanks. <laughs> That's a terror review of I've ever yeah. <laughs> No, thanks. No, thanks. No, thanks. I'm done. Good. Good. All right. Two stars. Well, dot, dot, dot. That was different. LOL. Harder to get through this one, if I'm honest. But then I've seen the ugly side of addiction from someone close to me, and it sort of puts you off this kind of thing. It was a little too out there, even for the in-depth books. Interesting story, but not a favorite. All right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's hard to argue with this one also. It yeah. is, but I also think like that I've seen the uh, I've seen the ugly side of addiction from someone close to me, and it sort of puts you off this kind of thing. I feel like the ones that were actually addicted in the story were doing the right thing and were right. getting mm-hmm. themselves better. Right. So I don't know about that, but the rest well, of it, yeah, pretty spot on. Certain things can set people off. Oh, no, I get that. Mm-hmm. I completely get it. Maybe just having that in as a premise at all is not right. maybe for them. But maybe you Perfect. should um, then just put it down and not finish it. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's fine. Because, yeah, I mean, we can, people can triumph against addiction. Yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So, at least you thought it was an interesting story, just not a favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. that's. Absolutely fair. fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, all right. This next one, three stars. I don't know if I've ever rated an in-death story as less than four stars before. Note, apparently I have twice before. This story probably best served as a 0.5 instead of being given the full length novel treatment, but I wish it had been a little bit longer. I feel like most of the time there is more confusion than suspense. It's all very science related, but there's no actual science. That's where the story loses two stars in this rating. Ever since every suspect is a scientist, there are experimental medicines, weird things being cooked up in a lab, a science experiment gone wrong that results in the death of like six people. But there is not one bit of explanation on any of the science. It's like writing a human character that jumps from the street to the top of a skyscraper without ever mentioning how. Superpowers, trampoline shoes, magic, alien tech, nothing. Just (laughs) they did the thing in the end. I hated that actively. Also, (laughs) still with the analysis anal thing, it has to be, it has always been like this. And I've just forgotten during the last year of not reading this series. Oh, has it always been like this? And I've just forgotten during the last year of not reading the series. If so, how did it not drive me insane before? <laughs> I feel like that's that's a legitimate complaint that's because yeah. to somebody who's reading, because it is kind of yeah. jarring to, you know, read. Like, oh, that's anal. Anal, yeah. <laughs> anal, oh. Yeah. I mean, I could have written this review because, yeah. I mean, I brought that up in the actual book discussion, like. Yeah, I can get behind it if you're telling me that he's got super superpowers. Maybe not in this series, but other places. But they don't explain how it works. Yeah, right. And that's what irritates the shit out of me. I'm like, it's a serum. It's a serum. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, 
Like, come on. That no, that makes no sense at all. Okay, so yeah, if, so if I'm playing devil's advocate. Oh God, do you have to? Um, no, <laughs> yeah, I don't have it. to, but I am going to <laughs> she anyway. Has to. I'm in. Um, of course she does. Technically, uh, if you put if you're on steroids, it makes muscles bigger, right? Does it change your facial structure? Does it make? But it. I have heard now. Maybe I'm wrong about this. Um, because maybe it's just one of those urban legends or whatever that your your actual skull can get bigger, like your head can get bigger or enlarged, or is it just that no. everything is bulking up so it just appears that way? Bulking up. Yeah, and yeah, and you know your testicles shrink and that sort of thing, but. It's like it, it affects your endocrine system and it affects your hormones and it affects all kinds of things in your muscular system. But right. it's not going to change your facial structure. It's not going to turn your skin green. Well, so, you can do well, you can you can do tanning solutions that turn your skin orange. So, sure, but is it going to go down into the lower dermis, which is what? Harbo said it did. Right. Yeah. So that's the part where you're like, uh Yeah. And then you have to look at the part where well, they that's said that's the part. <laughs> yeah. That's the part that gets me like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then it's you have to look it. at the part where she says the hair is neither human nor animal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> you can, I mean, maybe at some point we can breed an ape and a human whatever i'm willing to believe that could happen in the future but you can't turn yourself from a human into an ape or a half ape half human if you're a human you're a human right you're not going to change your dna and become an ape or a half ape because you took a serum that that's not how it works okay i feel like i said this on the episode <clears throat> It mostly just bothers me because that's not actually how it happened in Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I think I right. think that at the end of the day, like I'm less annoyed with the the changing of the of the skin color and like, you know, um then it's like the whole literal change of the face. Right. Yeah. Right. And all of that. Like that's not what actually happened in the novel so right. well I get, but you I, know she's trying to distinguish that. this from and the of, novel so i and you know. of course she is and i respect that you know again we didn't have to like all of her stuff but that i, I get hung up on that because i'm like yeah but because <laughs> that's part of the issue with it you know like mm-hmm. that's literally one of the things where like well we didn't mind it as much except for that and then it colored the rest of our feelings about it right so so I will always get hung up on that. I know I said it on the episode, so sorry. But it is, it is, it it still is curious to me that um that that so many people find this one like completely outlandish and not possible. <laughs> but people still, but people don't have a problem with possession. But people still have no problem with like possession. Yeah, possession. I get it. Yeah, because. So. I guess I'm more comfortable with metaphysical, like spiritual, whatever you want to call it stuff than I am with an actual literal physical. But there's no more evidence that that happens than this. No, I'm not saying there is. I'm just saying that medically, I'm not even looking at the other side. I'm just looking at medically, this could not happen. I'm like literally Louise. And Mira and every other person that she talked to. But you could look at possession so, in a medical in medical terms as well. It's something that's happening yeah, to you that's you hear a your lot body. of weird shit in medicine. And it's but it, it's more of a mental thing with <clears> possession. <throat> it's not necessarily other than the fucking tattoo. And good lord, you know how I feel about that. But her physicality didn't change. Right. This was, you know, possessed by this woman's spirit. The tattoo was stupid as hell. And I 100% agree with that. So I get that. 
Right. But and yeah, but and the thing is, is I could pass that off even if I didn't believe in that sort of thing, which I sort of do. It depends. Depends on evidence. And and I know there's none. But the thing is, is that I could get past that because that could be a mental issue. That could be something that, you know, just kind of came up from subconscious and it could be like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it it all comes down to like the kind of thing that you get hung up on. Like, you know, exactly. I think a very weird thing for all of us as, as fans of the series and like why we get hung up on these particular types of books is that Eve is hung up on them too. And we're all kind of like in that same realm with Eve, like this is weird and it shouldn't be happening. But you know, there are people who happily read this. Oh, that's cool. Like the serum turned him into the, you know, the Mr. High monster and the evil, you know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and they don't get hung up on those kind of details because they don't need it to be explained for them, for them to still enjoy it. Right. Exactly. Um, and we spend, you know, we hours dissecting this we shit. Spend, yeah. Well, and also like, <laughs> and also like Eve, I mean, Eve is also, she needs to understand how everything works and yes. we are people that need to understand how things work and as like a general sense. And yeah. that's probably what a lot of these people have issues with. Which is fair, um, but it is. It's and then when we have this discussion, like I just remember back to when we talked about possession. It is we get hung up on very different types of things. Yeah, sometimes. So yeah, yeah. And I feel like those these two are really the only two that we really get that hung up on. Because like with eternity, we knew he wasn't actual vampire. Right. Like yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah. And like even haunted, like you can you could almost buy a ghost or you could make it be like, okay, yeah, okay, Eve. You think you saw that? Right. Just like she mm-hmm. did. And was like, I didn't see that. Fuck you. Right. You know. So I mean, I think it's just possession and this one that we're all like, what yeah. the hell? And again, you know, I think the the difference is that, you know, yeah, like you said, in in haunted. We can kind of make us. Uh, we could kind of mm-hmm. still like make an assumption that make maybe she didn't really see what she mm-hmm. saw or right. whatever. But right. in possession, you had to believe it. Like you don't have a right. choice. Yeah. And in this one, you have making cool and shit. Yeah. yeah. And no. in this yeah. one, you have to believe it. You don't have a choice because he yeah. changed right in front of her. Like he's mm-hmm. so. You yeah, know, it's you. That's that's the that's the thing. I mean, I think that that's. We all want to make our own choice. We don't want to have right. it be like, you know, something like this, this outlandish kind of like, yeah. no, this is the story. So accept it. You know, we yeah. don't, you know, yeah. let me no. make my own choice when you're giving me yeah, something right. that's completely exactly. outlandish. I feel, I feel like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Completely fair. Yeah. That's, this one's just wild, man. Yeah. Because like I said, the other ones, that's very much what it is. Mm-hmm. It's always, Okay. Maybe it's supernatural. Maybe it's not. You make the choice. Right. You know. Anyway, so Tara's the okay. next one. Oh, yep. is it me? Tara's up okay. next. Yep. yep. <clears throat> um, three stars. So this was too far on the sci-fi end for me. The actual mechanics behind the case were eye rolly, an actual Mr. Hyde type serum that creates a monster that everyone thinks defies physical mechanics of the human form, essentially. <laughs> However, I'm giving three stars because I feel all the character reactions post from New York to Dallas are spot on in this. So good character work, terrible casework. I mean, that, that's fair. that one's also fair. That's yeah. fair. Yep, yeah, yeah, 100%. All right. Three stars. <laughs> this one was real weird. Much more paranormal sci-fi fantasy than any of the previous books. It was just weird and a little ridiculous, to be honest. I mean, yeah, fair. Again, yeah, fair. <laughs> I feel like every single one of these were like fair. I guess it would be fine. I think if I think if um, our listener Christy wanted to listen to uh, review the reviews, this this is the one she should listen to because every single one of them were like fair, <laughs> except for that one pretentious asshole. And, the one pretentious, exactly. yeah, yeah, forget yeah, the pretentious asshole. Christy, for, forget that guy. To this one. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, we're being nice to everybody because this book was stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, three stars. So this is the second novella I've read in the In-Death series. I decided to give them a try before jumping into the full novels to make sure I enjoyed the subject matter and writing. I said, that's dangerous. Well, mm. Um, and sure enough, I'll be giving the full books a chance in the future, more specifically to chaos and death. It was a decent story with a different spin on an old trope. I listened to both novellas in audio format and Susan Erickson is pretty enjoyable as the reader. I admit it took me a disc's worth of content to warm up to her, but I ultimately enjoy her characterizations of Eve Rourke and the others. Some of her voices like the villain are a little out there. But the overall product is fun and easy to listen to. The story itself is short and relatively non-remarkable in terms of new ideas or surprises, but it's an enjoyable enough story with some fun characters. Good enough to make me want to read the full books, and I think I will continue with a few more novellas first. Oh. Well, good no. luck with that. Right? I'm like, oh. <laughs> But if, but if you thought this one was okay and we kind of agree this is the worst one, yeah. you will probably stick with it. Yeah. If you're with us. I do like this review. Like they did, you know, like they were very honest about everything. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I'm going to like a review that thinks Susan Erickson is enjoyable. Because she is. Because she is. And I understand them having to take a while to warm up to her before. And I think that's, you know, that's pretty fair. Her her, any her style is a lot different reader. than a lot of audiobook readers. Well, a lot of times you get audiobook readers who don't they don't commit to character characterization like she does. Right. They so. just read the story and, you know, they put inflection in there but not character. They don't put character voices in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Four stars then. Four stars. It was fun fun fun. I'm in love, love, love. I want more, more, more. <laughs> okay. Wait, is everybody here in the I mean, Beach Boys? And then <laughs> what's the love, love, love song? Um, the All You Need Is Love. And No, there's another one that's like, oh. love, love, love. The Beatles. Uh, the Be- All You Need Is Love. <laughs> no. Beatles. No, I know All there's you another know. one that's not the Beatles that I'm oh. thinking of. Okay, well, they do love, 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 yeah. like you just yeah. did. So, okay. right. <laughs> but I'm sure there is another one because love is. Um, I don't know if you've ever realized this before. There's a lot of songs about love out there. There is. There are, but he's on a very specific one and is making me crazy that I can't think what it is. My my sarcasm is like, oof, it's ready for ready today. So, and, <laughs> and for those of you who are old like me, you know that more, more, more is from Andrea True Connection. Hmm. So I feel like I know that one too. How do you like it? How do you like it? <laughs> mm-hmm. More, more, more. She was actually a, a porn star. <laughs> I know. <laughs> huh. So good for her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. <sighs> Here we go. Go for it. <laughs> this is me again. Four stars. That was weird. That's it. That's sweet. It was. I mean, again, fair. <laughs> that was weird. That was that was weird. <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> Not wrong at all. <laughs> Love it. So, all right. Another four stars. September 9, 2017. It's always nice to visit Rourke and Eve again. And especially good when I've been struggling with books, narration that wasn't working well for me. The novellas are not as intense or emotional as the full-length novels, and this fit that pattern. This was simple yet enjoyable, Jekyll and Hyde-type story made better by Rourke, Eve, and Peabody, too. I listened to the audio and was delighted by Susan Erickson's performance, as usual. Yes. Reread November 18, 2022. I love this series. It's been just over five years, and I had... Zero memory of this one. The whole Dr. Jekyll and and Mr. Hyde story was a bit creepy, I have to admit, but definitely a nice break from the emotional turmoil of the previous book that was hinted at by Dr. Mira's questions and Eve's healing injuries. Well narrated by Susan Erickson. Yeah, Susan Love. I I feel like, which, yeah, 
always awesome to hear. Um, but I feel like a lot of people like this one because it came on the heels of New York to Dallas, which was so emotional and right. so intense. And and, and it like, could be that yeah. that was on purpose, you know. Yeah, for sure. Nora, knew, knowing sure, that like, New York they, to Dallas was going to be really intense for people and then deciding, you know what, let's just do something fun. Let's just do something crazy. Yeah. Which, and I feel like Celebrity was pretty mellow. I mean, yeah, I mean, murders, obviously, but. <laughs> but Celebrity what? was pretty murders? fun also. It was pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, it's a fun book. Yeah, which we'll talk so, about. Yeah. Coming up. Next, next week? Not next week, but you know what I mean. Next time. When we get there. Next next book. Next review. book. Next well, I mean, that's going to be next week unless we have to say. Is that next week already? Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm just. <laughs> well, you remember. know, depending on when Tara can record. <laughs> right. That's right. When she fi- finishes her latest read of it. It's all about Tara. It's all about Tara. Uh, Always all about Tara. Guys. <laughs> Not worth it. Oh, <laughs> you are too. <laughs> That's why we oh, never no. do any books or review the reviews without you. Yeah. Like literally. Which is really, really nice of you because I love those. Yeah. That's kind of the point. We yeah. need you here for that. <laughs> All right. Um, five stars? Five stars. Oh. Wow. There are people Damn. who gave this book five stars. Damn. Here we go. Five stars. This was a neat little whodunit and how done it. Three recovering addicts who are really turning their lives around are found brutally murdered in their apartment. Eve catches the case. The weird thing is the eyewitness describes the killer as a green-skinned, red-eyed monster who capered and danced up the street after the murders. He leaves behind a message on the wall of the house inscribed in the victim's blood and signs it, Dr. Chaos. This leads Eve and her team to a prominent rehab clinic and gives her a wealth of possible suspects. Only problem is, no one can figure out how the perp manages to look the way he does. This takes place chronologically right after the most recent full-length in-depth novel, New York to Dallas. Eve is still recovering from her encounter and isn't exactly 100% when she starts this investigation. But I liked this one a bit better than that one even. This is only a novella length. For one, Eve and Peabody are back together again, and the story is chock full of the humor and one-liners that flow between them that was sorely missing in the last book. Also, Eve is once again terrified by Trina, which is one of my favorite running gags in the whole series. There are enough MacGuffins to keep you guessing as to who the murderer is right till the end, even though you eventually tip to how he does it. Good entry. Probably my second favorite of the novellas after Interlude and Death one where eve goes to the police convention really i mean okay you know okay all right whatever makes you happy just like we said just just a fun novel for this person like a just a fun they don't care about the you know sure how it's made they don't care about how the sausage is made i had to laugh at even though you eventually tip to how he does it do you Mm. maybe they felt yeah he takes he takes a serum (laughs) Hey, there's a serum. Uh, there's I a serum. Read. That's no, how he does it. I like, I like how like the first like f- big paragraphs of this really sound like a really great like engaging review that makes you go, yeah oh, for I sure. Mm-hmm. Even Ooh, you know like you know? we vehemently disagree that this one's better than New York to Dallas, but right but. even even that paragraph is pretty good and explains why yeah. she thinks it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they follow the assignment. Right. You listen to us. (laughs) All right, next up. Five stars. This was absolute insanity, and I loved it. (laughs) Agreed that it was absolute insanity. I can't get behind the love, but sure, great. Some some people, you know, just want to watch the world burn, so. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's there. And some people it. just like the like it, that is totally bonkers. I mean, there's sometimes, you know, you just yeah. And again, that's like most of the rest <laughs> of the other novellas, like Eternity, is like completely bonkers. But you're like, uh-huh. this is fun. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's like a vampire, and yeah, I mean, it's fun. 
and a lot of the other ones. Like we've got one coming up. I can't remember when, but the um, where she it's she's like she kidnaps the twins. And oh it's like yeah, her, um, yeah, and it's like yeah, she's gonna eat them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah completely bonkers, but. Still a fun book. So, no, is, that, is that Wonderment? No, no, Wonderment is the no, Alice, Wonder Alice Wonder in Wonderland one. Yeah. Um, Taken. Oh, I can't remember. Taken. Taken. That's right. Taken. Yeah. Yep. I couldn't remember. I was like, there's like two left, and I can't remember the name yep. of the one of yeah. them. So, yeah. yeah. Taken. So. All right, AJ, you're up. All right. Five stars. This time, Lieutenant Eve Dallas is searching for a killer who. Uh, I think it's supposed to be, has so much fun massacring people that he danced <laughs> around the victims' corpses. Her investigation uh, reveal clues her and her team certainly never uncovered before. Eve's social awkwardness never gets old. That's why I live for those interactions during and between cases. Something about this novella reminds me a bit of the movie American Psycho. Can't say the book since I've never read it. And you know that things can get changed when coming to the big screen. Probably had something to do with the killer's absurd behavior and pleasure with offing people. I must say, I was so sure from the start who, it, who the murdered was, murderer I think was, but I was wrong. So that one was a little rough, but still. Love it. I just I really like love the wording of this statement. Like probably had something to do with the killer's absurd behavior and pleasure with offing people. <laughs> well, he did take pleasure in offing people. That's he that's sure did. Not untrue. <laughs> Correct. So so fun. You do have to wonder. Maybe we maybe we should bring this up on the fourth anniversary. But like what. Susan Harrison thinks of books like this. Like, does she think like, you know, just fun, just like, just, yeah. Yeah. I, she probably doesn't think too, too, you know, too much about it. I think she just, right. yeah. Having fun reading it and then move on. But this one was really out there. You know, so. Yeah. Okay, right. there's one more. Last one. Five stars. Woohoo! Just J.D. Robb can make a novella as good as her full-length novel. Like usual, the novella always has a paranormal element on it. Based on Dr. Jekyll and Hyde, Eve must investigate a murderer by a killer that calls himself Dr. Chaos. The process of guessing who the real culprit is thrilling. There's no woo-woo or magic like Eve calls it uh but some science and genetic thing which also sounds like something eve would say uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> alas there's not so much work here but he goes ballistic in the end when dr chaos threatens eve gosh love when he goes into alpha like that lol <laughs> by the way seems like this year there's no novella for in death i always love the novella besides paranormal element on it it still shows rob's masterful skill when it comes to mystery and suspense. Yeah, I mean, I, here. you know, I appreciate that this person gives Nora some love here. Some Nora love. Yeah. And also the um, uh, loving when Rourke goes all alpha. Okay. I mean, we all do. You know, Tara hates that, but the rest of us I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, whatever makes you happy. And it makes Eve happy, so it's fine. I don't know uh, that it makes Eve happy. I think she's well, like, really, dude? But you love me. I mean, so but that's fine. part of their relationship. Yeah. You know, she's just like, okay, well, you're just doing this thing. I mm-hmm. just know that I could never be in a relationship with someone like that. You're right. <laughs> like, dude. So everyone who's like, Rourke is the perfect man. I'm like, uh, is he? <laughs> He's nice to look at. Yeah. I mean, no, is he? It, uh, well, first of all, it's not, not anything. A perfect man doesn't exist. No. Um, a perfect human doesn't exist. Perfect human doesn't Honestly. exist. But yeah, he is not the perfect man because, I mean, obviously he does stupid shit yeah. all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, like, we want to punch him in the face so fucking yeah. much. Yeah, yeah and I mean, true. honestly, was it in, was it in Celebrity where 
Peabody was like, work was walking over and Peabody was like, here's somebody that can never be stupid or wrong. And he's like, or no, stupid or I forget what the other one was, but he was like, he can be stupid. <laughs> and I was like, yep. <laughs> yeah. He can be stupid. We saw that in Innocent. Yep. He was very yeah. stupid in that book. We saw that and we've seen that in so many books. Like, right. Divided. He can be really, really stupid. Yeah. Like, dude, no, you're a dumbass. <laughs> Knock so. it off. Like, not to spoil anything, but he was kind of stupid in the last book. AJ I will mean, expand. He, will he, when we it, get there. Was he? The new one? You mean what he did in the end? Yeah. I think it was a dumb move. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm willing to, Again. like, I'm willing to argue my point. When we get there, no, but I understand. I completely, one hundred percent understand your point. But I also, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with it. I just also am like, eh, it was fine. It didn't bother me. You're willing to let it go, you know, for the story, for the sake of the story, and I get it. Well, for the sake of the story, and also because I feel like there's extenuating circumstances, and I get it, and I feel like never extenuating. Well, oh my gosh. We'll get there, friends. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. there. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just look forward to that. Like, Damn it. Just look forward to that. No, I really that. have to finish. It's I gonna have be, to finish Celebrity yeah. so I can read this book. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a month before we talk about that, but just get ready for it. Yeah. Everyone. Um, anyway, so yeah, that so that was... Uh, Review the reviews of chaos. Those were fun. So yeah, um, I guess we go to podcast business. Yeah. So I don't think we have any new patrons, but we did have one email. And wow. this is from listener Faye. Um, and she says, hello, I love your podcast. I'm very late to the party. So I just got done listening to your fan casting episode. I have to admit as much as I love your podcast, I was disappointed that Whitney wasn't included. Uh, you know, we just, he wasn't? I don't think we talked about what did we? Oh, I thought we did. I don't think we talked about know, it on like that episode. Have, like we we have for if we did, it was not very in depth. Right. If we did, oh, we right, right, right. I thought we did, but maybe we didn't. I also am kind of curious who you would have picked for Morris and Dickhead. Um, I have some ideas for some characters. So even though that is an older episode, I thought I'd share just for fun. Just the ones I have definite people in my head for. Whitney... Eamon Walker from Oz and Chicago Fire. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, McNabb, Mason Alexander Park from 2022's Quantum Leap. Okay. I have no idea who that is, but yeah. sure. I think that's, I didn't see the, the 2022 version of Quantum Leap. I didn't either. I didn't either. Um, Rourke, Thorsten K from The Bold and the Beautiful. At 57, he's really too old to be Rourke. I, but I was going to say, he's pretty old and no. Yeah. But hey, if 30-year-olds no. can play high school kids, Greece, then I can take some artistic license here. Lol. <laughs> he's really of German-British <laughs> descent, but his character when he was on One Life to Live was Irish. Although he has short hair now, he had long hair then. No, I know who he, I know who she's talking about, and no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Looking forward to continuing to listen to your take on the books and your your in between the book episodes. So yeah, I mean, I basically said to her like you know that we we might do another episode. Uh, we, I mean, it's been episode. a minute, and I think it's we been a long we, minute, so yeah. it might be fun to do again. Yeah, yeah. And I also said that, you know, Rourke's the hard one because we all see who we see. Like, it's a very right. personal choice <laughs> when we're like, all yeah, like, one of these friends, like, literally for the longest time was like, I see a blank face and hair. Like, she's like, uh -huh. I don't have any read on his face. And I'm like, I get that. 
because yeah, I mean, it's hard to imagine. So, right. And we all have our own personal favorites and, you know, right. So it, and I don't it's think really any of us, even, even the ones that we have as favorites, like they're going to age out. They're going to yeah. like, yeah. you know, like even like your favorite Aiden is going to age out. already aged out completely. Like, like he's already yeah. aged out. And Hugh Jackman is aged out. Hugh Jackman's really aged, aged out. out. Um, and so that's very sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but there's other. Did you see his latest Instagram where he was working out? Um, I didn't. Hugh Jackman. Oh my god. Is that oh okay? Like, is that a good? Is that is that a good noise or oh a bad my noise? God. Okay. Like, dude, like it looked like he was working out for Wolverine again. Like, oh, is he even playing Wolverine that, again? I don't. That doesn't make sense. So. I don't think so because I think. I mean, I know he had a um, a cameo in the last Deadpool, which uh-huh. hasn't come out yet. But um, but yeah, I don't think he's playing Wolverine again, unless unless Disney is like, oh no, you need to come back as Wolverine. I have no idea because for for the Fox franchise, they kill. I mean, he's dead. They did the oh. old man Logan storyline so and look killed at the him. hashtag that he put with. Oh that. no, I didn't see that. I just saw that because he he put in no days off except for tomorrow, and then hashtag becoming Wolverine again. <gasps> so, <What? laughs> yeah, um, that's so exciting. I'm sorry, you have no <laughs> idea how much I love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. You have no idea; it's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, no, oh, what? No, I totally i I agree one hundred percent. I think. <laughs> like there, nobody does Wolverine like Hugh Jackman. No, and you know everybody's like, "Oh, who's going to be the next Wolverine?" I'm like, nobody, nobody can be. No it really depends on how much they're going to use him, but um, the state of technology now and AI. I yeah, mean, he can yep. do the part, and then they can age yeah. him down. And it's not even—I mean, partially, it's about how hot he is in the role, but it's also like. If you're a fan of the comics like I am, he embodies Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, he does. Exactly. Like he yeah. I've never perfect. Yeah. He is the I've perfect Wolverine. I don't care if he's too tall. <laughs> Fucking fanboy, shut up. Like, he is Wolverine. Yeah. But, um, I mean, Wolverine's supposed to be like 5'1. Right. But, he's supposed to be very short. Yeah. Yeah. But the character itself, he embodies it and he's so good at it. Right. So yeah, I mean, you know, I they they do the same thing that they did with Mark Hamill in um in uh, uh Mandalorian. Mandalorian, yeah, and the mm-hmm. end of Mandalorian, they just have him do the do his lines, and do then the they just, mm-hmm. but they just you know use AI to to age his face back to when he was younger. Yeah, but also like, do they have? But does he have to bulk himself up again for one little scene, one little cameo? No, they could I'm AI that. Well, I mean, it'd be easier not to have to AI that if he can bulk himself up again. They may put, you know, they can AI. I mean, I think I think it's pretty hard to bulk yourself up like that. Well, I mean, that just see usually that used to take him like six to eight months to do that. Right. I'm sure the AI would be a lot quicker. Um, but they're putting. So I'm, I'm going to assume that it's going to be a little bit bigger of a part than the Mark Hamill and American Marion. They're either using. Um, Using fake, uh, fake mustache or fake beard, or they're putting a shit ton of dye in there because he is very white. Yeah. His beard is very white. Well, it, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. I'm gonna I, as soon as we're done, I'm going straight to the Hugh Jackman talk. Find <laughs> <laughs> out what the hell's going on. Anyway, so yeah, we didn't mean to uh, talk about Hugh Jackman so much, but um, I mean, we're never mad at talking about Hugh Jackman. Right, it's fine. Um, but all this to say, like, yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody sees who they see as Rourke. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Rourke absolutely. and Eve are going to be the hardest ones if they ever make this into oh for sure any kind of a movie or TV series. For They're going to be sure. the, the, the yeah. hardest ones to do, mm-hmm. um, just because of the fact that. Everybody, yeah, you know, everybody has their own thoughts, and yeah, 
Nobody's going to be happy. You know, there's still be, there's still people out there that are like Mariska Hargitay for Eve, yeah. and like she's uh, <laughs> sixty. They can just use Sorry, AI friends. and age her down. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, let's not she's do that. Over sixty, y'all. Like, mm, no, yeah, but. But you know, and that is going to be the future, right? I mean, it's, it's going to be yeah. the future that, you know, they are going to eventually get to the point where, yeah, uh, you know, Tom Cruise can be, you know, 89 <laughs> and still do a movie and look like, you know, it's Tom Cruise in his 40s because yeah. they you can use yeah. AI to just age him down, you know? <sighs> So yeah. that's going to be disappointing, but that's just how things is, are going to go. Right. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Very parts to younger people. The, you know, give the, yeah. Give the parts to the younger people. You don't have to, you don't, we don't have to hold on to this idea that only this person right. would be perfect. Also, in this part. let's, let's normalize giving parts to people who aren't in any way affiliated with or, or related to anybody that's already uh, in the, uh, the business. Let's do that too. Yeah. For because sure. the nep- nepotism thing is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you, so this is way off topic, but um, no. there was a big. On t- We're off topic? What? Yeah. Sorry. Well, the Hugh Jackman <laughs> talk was technically still semi on topic. This is completely <laughs> off topic. So um, on TikTok, there was a lot of videos that I saw this weekend about, um, and I don't even know her, what her name is. Um, Rob Schneider's. Uh, daughter who does country music now. Oh yeah, I know who it is. Uh, I can't think of her name. And her performance. But I don't know who you're talking about. On yeah. uh, she, they just recently had this big um tribute to Dolly Parton like mm-hmm. performance thing. And yeah. um, first of all, she came out completely hammered. Which yeah, that was actually New Year's. Yeah, it so, was a New Year's. Which thing. I, you know yeah. what, I uh, it's New Year's. Get it. However, you got a job to do and, and to, but also they had, they had already like pre-taped it. It wasn't New Year's. It was like two weeks before. And, and because of that completely didn't have any clue what the, what the words were of the, of the Dolly Parton song that she was supposed to be singing in honor of Dolly Parton. No, not okay. But had it, but the way she was performing it, when I saw it, it looked like she was looking at a prompter, which she couldn't even get that. Um, and then basically when people were kind of like making noises, like not necessarily booing her, but kind of that, but making noises yeah. about it, she shot from stage. She was just like, uh, yeah, I don't fucking care. Like, you oh know, my God. and it's, and people are like, yeah, you don't disrespect Dolly Parton. You don't disrespect Dolly. That no, no. And you well, know, and then on the other side, you see somebody like Molly, Miley Cyrus, who I'm sorry, is actually very talented. And right, she, but also I mean, nepotism. But go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but she's also extremely talented. Also a nepo. Baby. And but she also like she performed. I think it was at either the Grammys or some other award show. She she was performing Jolene as a tribute to Dolly Parton mm-hmm. and killed it. Right. I mean, and everybody was like, "Shut up, Miley! Stop, stop singing Dolly's song!" And Dolly like literally went out and tweeted. That's my goddaughter. You ne- y'all need to sh- be quiet. Yeah, like Miley Cyrus is Dolly Parton's goddaughter, right? And it's like these people are like trashing her when she was doing a fantastic job, right? To the point where Dolly's Dolly's like, uh, no, shut your faces. Uh, yeah, and I mean yeah. it's Dolly Parton. She's a sweetheart, right? And she had to get in there and say, um, fuck you. Like, and no. I don't know what she would say about, I, again, I still don't know her, her name, but, um, I don't know what she would say about that, it's, but it just did seem like something. kind of disrespectful and, um, yeah. yeah, but well, that's, that's, that's kind of what I mean is people were saying that it was disrespectful that Miley was singing a Dolly song. It's like right, no. But this wasn't. is disrespectful no. in a different way, you know. You're it's disrespectful. Yeah. This is actually disrespectful. It is in fact disrespectful. Um, yes, and absolutely. also the other thing was that that I was like, what the fuck? It's like she she when she was talking, she had this really thick like uh, southern accent, and people are like, I'm sorry, she was born and raised in L.A. Where, where did she get this thick like 
Southern accent, or is that just something she's putting on because she feels like country music people expect it or whatever. And that seemed disrespectful too, you know? So I don't know. Anyway. Um, so that's like (laughs) way off topic, but, uh, (laughs) okay. So anyway, um, upcoming is um is celebrity that's our next yes. book hopefully it'll be the yep. next episode after this but depending on tara's schedule we'll we'll figure it out yeah um and then after that the next book is is the newest one which mm-hmm. hopefully tara will also have time to read before we have to do that right. episode you will she's excited to read it she'll be fine I mean, if you could all see her face right now, <laughs> she just looks exhausted. And I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of space in between those things. There's other things we're doing. First, You're right? fine, honey. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. You are fine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's 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 what's coming up, and um, I'm sure other things, other other things that we are recording in between those times we'll figure that out too hopefully ahead of time like not last minute like we normally do but um (laughs) you know (laughs) uh so um so what do i say now so (laughs) so yeah i mean it's time if you have our social media yeah so if you have (laughs) any ideas of what you would like to hear us talk about besides the books in between the books um then just let us know. Go on any of our social medias. We have a Facebook page. You can join the Facebook page and let us know there. Um, we also have, a, we technically have an Instagram, but not Twitter or anything else. We're not really doing much on Threads either. Um, I was so, going to say, you, we, we have an Instagram. Facebook and Insta seem to be our most active. Right. Um, yeah. We also have a Discord, um, but we're not really active there. We're, I keep trying. So, <laughs> and yeah, we do have a Twitter, but it it's pretty much yeah. dead. Um, it's, yeah, it's Twitter. So anyway, so, uh, you know, go on Facebook or Insta if you want to. If you don't want to go on Facebook, Facebook and Insta, and I don't blame you, um, you can <laughs> send us an email, um, just like Faye did. I don't know if I said it was Faye that. Yeah, you did. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I can't remember. <laughs> We've been bullshitting and this is that's all going to get cut out of the yeah, show. And so Yeah, we, we had kind of an interruption yeah, at the end um, there. And so, um, but yeah, you can send us an email like Faye did. You can uh, email show at podcastanddeath.com. Go to our website at podcastanddeath.com. Call the number. The number is, what is it? 205-476-2753. And that spells out two zero five four Rourke. And it just makes me laugh that you don't have that memorized yet. I don't. I don't. <laughs> and it's probably because I look at it every time. Every if time. if I had to think about it every time, I probably would have it. It cracks memorized. me up. It, it cracks me up every time. But well, that's that's why I, I don't have it memorized either. That's why I, I don't either. But so yeah, it's funny. Um. So anyway, yeah. So that's that's I think it for this episode of podcast and death. Sorry, we were a little chaotic. This <laughs> yeah, <laughs> set this up. But it's fine. So, um, and so, yeah, I'm still chaotic. Yeah, me for too. For some reasons. I'm going to look up Hugh Jackman as Wolverine again. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what made me chaotic. And somebody mentioned Aiden Turner, and that always does it too. Um, that always turns my brain off. Anybody mentions Aiden yeah, Turner. Yeah, like, it, it's like a switch. <laughs> yes. uh, like, I no longer can I can function. no longer function yeah. after that happens. So, um, anyway, yeah. So, contact us on any of our social medias, especially if you have an idea for an episode, because we would really yes, love sure. to hear your ideas and and, uh, and execute always those. Looking for we always are. That's why every week we're like, I don't know what we're doing next week, but right. we'll figure it out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So let us know. And um, also, uh, we're I'm still working on uh, the 200th episode. So mm-hmm. if you have an idea or you have a suggestion of what you want, your your like favorite moments from the podcast that you want to put in the 200th episode, just let me know, and uh, that would help out a lot. 
Um, until then, I think that's it for this episode of Podcast and Death. So for Podcast and Death, this is AJ. This is Jen. This is Tara. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast and Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 205-4-ROARCH. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch at you. Yeah.